This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're, 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 you're listening to the podcast for all of the news, notes, and breakdowns for your Ohio State Buckeyes. This is Sons of the Shoe with Nick Wilson and Spencer German. Hey guys, Nick Wilson here, Spencer German with you once again, and oh, the news does not stop coming out of Columbus, Uh, there's a potential new athletic director most of us didn't see coming, we've got to get into all the latest at Ohio State, Alabama has replaced um, Nick Saban, so we'll get into the, uh, the job market there, we've got Jim Harbaugh news, we've got transfer portal news, we've got everything, but as always guys, we are a new podcast. We are a new uh, YouTube. Uh, I don't even know what the hell we're calling it. YouTube show. Please make sure to follow the show everywhere you can. That is 92.3 The Fans YouTube channel. That's Apple, Spotify, uh, the free Odyssey app, 923thefan.com, wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure to follow us because the more you help us be successful, the more time and energy we can devote to the pod and making it the best pod possible. But I guess we'll start here. Hi, Spencer German. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, Nick. Good. Uh, obviously, we're dealing with a lot of cold weather here in Cleveland, so trying to stay as warm as possible. Um, I, 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 To your point, like the news just doesn't seem to sleep when it comes to the Ohio State Buckeyes. We have been lucky that even with them out of the playoff and even with them playing in a bowl game that didn't really mean all that much, the news just continues to flow. So I'm, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm excited to break it all down and keep this thing rolling. Yeah, and I think as we start, like I think today is about kind of the mass reaction to what has been honestly a, a fairly good if, – if we start last week on Tuesday – all right, and not on Monday. I don't remember what happened on Monday. Could have been a, a really important game in college I blacked football. Blacked out. Yeah, Could, I don't maybe know. maybe it did happen. Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe something Was good happened. Dream? Maybe something bad happened. Maybe. Could have been a dream. Um, could have involved Connor Stallions. Could have not involved Connor Stallions. But <laughs> really, from Tuesday on, and and some Buckeye fans have kind of derided it. There was a lot of really good things that happened with Ohio State. There was the Quinshawn Judkins news. There was the flurry of, um, you know, guys that could have either transferred or have gone into the NFL draft, like JT Tuimoloau, like Travion Henderson, like Emeka Abuka, like Jack Sawyer. Yeah. And pretty much all but two, Michael Hall and um, Marvin Harrison Jr., came back to Ohio State. And it's funny because there's two pathways to this. 
there is either, okay, my panic from this last year is over and I'm really excited. When can we get to spring ball? When can we get to um, August? Or there is, well, okay, cool. Now go win something. And I think it's interesting to see the one through line between those two groups are that expectations for Ohio State after a seemingly down year with two losses are right back up at the top uh, upper echelon in college football again after a exciting week of retaining your own talent. And that's kind of how they focused their NIL initiative so far this year. I, th- I honestly think there's almost a middle ground on those two things, too, because um, I find myself feeling this way like I am really excited about the idea of what this team's got coming back. We talked about it last show defensively. I mean, experience always matters on both sides of the ball, but to have, you know, an offensive line, defensive line, those things matter a ton, but to have a defense coming back, that was already really good. And now they're bringing all this talent back from last year, another year under their belts, a year, another year together in this system under Jim Knowles. Um, So yeah, like I'm both really excited about what's happened to a point where I'm revved up for let's get to spring ball. Let's get into the summer. Let's get, let's, let's get the 2024 season here. I know there's a lot of time to go until we get to that point, but I'm like really excited about the prospect of what's to come. But I'm also of the mindset that, yeah, you got to show me like, you got to go win now. Um, It's been three years since it beat Michigan. We know that it's been, uh, I guess you were competitive in the playoff the year before, but this this team has those aspirations. They have those goals and, and expectations in mind from this fan base. Ryan Day talks about that all the time, like understanding the pressures that come with this coaching job here at Ohio State. And I think he is part of that conversation too. Like it's not just the team that has to win. He has to go win. He has to go prove it. So I'm kind of caught in the middle of those two things. It, like to me last week, the 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 game that maybe or maybe did or didn't happen on Monday, um, you know, was was a moment where normally I'd I'd have a week after that as a fan where I'm like, well, this just sucks. Like I hate this, but I think some of the stuff that transpired after that softened the blow at least a little bit. Like it may, it, I'm not saying it like erased it, made me feel totally better, but it made me feel better about like, okay, this team is going for it. I think that's important. Like it, for, for some fans out there who are like, nothing's just ever good enough for you. I, I can at least appreciate the fact that they're trying. They seem to get their NIL stuff in order. They're bringing these guys back. They're going for it. That's what I want to see. So it softened the blow a little bit. But yeah, like now you got to do it in the field. And we, we talk about that in all sports, right? Like you can put together the best team on paper, but are you going to go out and win uh, come Saturdays in the fall? That's the real question that needs answered. And so we, we wait for that. We have a long way to go. But yeah, I think it's kind of a mix for me. I think maybe a simpler way to state it is I think most of, including when Michigan won the national championship, most of the talk was Mi- Michigan or bust. I For Ryan Day specifically, next year is beat Michigan or bust. And what evolved last week, and some of this was the discontent of Michigan winning the national championship. You and I, have, uh, we have, we've quoted uh, my colleague, our colleague on uh, 92.3 The Fan, Anthony Lima, uh, we've we've quoted him as the uh, the forever malcontent, whereas it's always moving <laughs> the moving goalpost. No, I mean, well, I mean, like for instance, you know, the reaction was when they brought all this talent back. Oh, was that supposed to be a good thing? And it's like, yes, 
Yes, like when you retain 90%, 95% of your NFL talent while also adding and dipping into the transfer portal to get a quarterback, to get an elite running back in Quinshawn Judkins, to, 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 to potentially get more offensive linemen beyond the kid from Alabama. Like, yes, it's a big week. But the downside of it is that I do think the malcontents and the uh, the perpetual malcontents and even some of the fans who just want to beat Michigan, I think it's gone from, you know, Michigan or bust to now potentially being Michigan and national championship or bust. And I think that's a really interesting shift in expectations when the Buckeyes haven't played a game. And by most people standing, they're still judging people off the Cotton Bowl, which guys could not matter less in the yeah. conversation about trajectory for Ohio State next year. I think the Cotton Bowl for me, um, it's and, and I said this the night of, it's not so much that the game itself meant much of anything. It's that you've never seen Ohio State get embarrassed like that offensively, especially when you have an offensive coach, especially when you have this guy that's supposed to be a quarterback guru. Like these are quarterbacks, whether they were new, starting for the first time, whatever, these were quarterbacks that you handpicked. So I think it was just the embarrassment of, like, you didn't even put up a fight. But you're right. Like, that game doesn't matter that much in the grand scheme of things. I'm not going to sit back going in the next year and be like, oh, well, this team only put up three points in the Cotton Bowl. Guys, they have a new quarterback. They have all these guys coming back. They add Judkins to the mix. Like, clearly there's going to be a lot of differences. And we know leading up to that game, what, they practiced like six times? Like, it didn't even really seem like they put all that much effort into it being a, a, a big thing for them. So – I'm not going to sit here and judge them based solely off of that. I think it's silly to judge any team solely off of that. I mean, Florida State got boat raced. They didn't have half or more of their team from the regular season playing against Georgia. So I can't do that. Um, but I do think in, in the conversation of, of, of championship or bust or not, what's interesting to me is over the last year, I have become sort of stunned, I guess, but also now understand that this fan base cares – more about beating Michigan than they do national championships. Like I thought that after the Georgia game, people would have said, Oh, we, yeah, that should be our level too. Like that. If we had gone out and won the national championship last year, the Michigan, you know, it eases the pain of the Michigan loss, but it sounds like there's so many people on board with just, no, it's always about beating Michigan. A national championship is secondary that I think that that is priority number one. And so, yeah, going the next year, you have to beat Michigan 100%. You have to beat Michigan. I think when you get to the deeper into the conversation, especially with an expanded playoff, I think for me it becomes about is, do you have to win the title for this season to end, end up feeling like a success? I mean, it's going to hurt regardless if they lose. I think you at least got to be playing for the national title. If you lose, I can sort of reconcile that, but I think you at least have to get to that stage given what you have coming back, given the talent that you're adding – on top of beating Michigan, I think, yeah, like that, that, that feels like the, what the expectation should be set out. If you win or not, sometimes that comes down to little things. Maybe it's coaching. Maybe you meet up with Kirby Smart in Georgia and they beat you. But um, yeah, like to me, I think it's at least get to that platform, get to that stage or bust on top of you 100% absolutely cannot lose to Michigan again. It cannot happen. Well, I just think it's as simple as something that I think Ohio State fans have started to get frustrated with and and honestly i understand the frustration but i i think it it shows the difference between fans and maybe coaches or administrators is it doesn't feel like ohio state's built to beat michigan and in previous years there was always this 
arms race between Ohio State and Michigan. And, and there were other teams that have been in that conversation as well in any given year. Wisconsin's had a couple good runs. Michigan State's had a couple good runs, like Penn State, you know, sporadically. But, like, the number one conversation has always been who's built to be the best Big Ten team. And that means power, strength, for you know, physicality in the trenches. That means the, the best running back. That means – you know, who commits to the bit hardest when it comes to just running the ball down your throat and playing mistake-free football. And I think the frustration, and it's funny because, you know, uh, some Ohio State fans are selective in their memory on this one. This started to be the knock on Urban at the end, despite the fact he won a national championship. But after you had kind of disappointed the year after the national championship, and after several years after you still weren't winning another national title, the conversation was, are we too focused about competing on a national level that we're maybe letting our guard down on the Big Ten? And that didn't really matter when you were letting it down to Purdue. It didn't really matter if you were letting it down to Illinois. But like what really was highlighted over the last three years is just how much better of a Big Ten team Michigan is and how Jim Harbaugh has perfected that build. And what is surprising is that, you know, if Ohio State, for 20 years, tried to build the best Big Ten team. They could have won the Big Ten every single year like that, right? It's enough to win the division. It might not be enough to win a playoff game or multiple playoff games. And so what's fascinating is now, like, if you're if you're Ryan Day, do you, do you pivot? Do you say, we've taken the eye off the ball? Because that's one way to prove to Ohio State fans how much you care about Michigan. So, but I, I, I will yeah. say, fans – Fans would take beating Michigan over winning a national championship. It's still administrators, crazy, but... <laughs> but administrators would take. And I think the greater thing to the greater thing to the importance of winning, um, and and perpetual winning and having top five recruiting classes and everything that goes in line with winning national championships. The most important thing you can do is do something nationally relevant, like win a national title. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Uh, I mean, I just, 
you're right in like the perspectives there of like the two different perspectives, the fan perspective versus like the the coaches, the team. And I, I I do think Ohio State they they under Urban like that was the focus. You don't bring in Urban Meyer simply to win the Big Ten. Like that guy was a national championship contender with Florida year after year, and he comes here with the same expectations. So I'm not saying they shouldn't have thought that way, but it definitely seems like you're you're right in that the fans prioritize one game one. Um, smaller goal of winning the Big Ten over over necessarily you got to go win a national championship. But I can't blame Ryan Day for thinking that way because who wouldn't? Like the end goal of all sports, and when your team is in that conversation, especially at this level, is to win a championship. So I, I what's interesting is like the the landscape changing to a 12-team playoff now um, because – I think now you're going to see teams that don't win the big 10 that still get in. And so is that as, as important? Like it still will be an important thing to the fans. Yes. But if Ohio state, let's say Ohio state stubs their toe against Wisconsin or something next year, or let's just say Oregon's on the schedule next year. I believe let's say they lose to Oregon next year and Oregon wins the big 10 and, and they go on to win the big 10 championship game. But then Ohio state comes out and in the playoff, they find their way through, maybe beat Oregon the second time around, or Oregon loses to somebody else, and you go in a national championship. And they and and there is the note that they beat Michigan along the way somewhere during the regular season. Are we really going to sit there and be that upset that they they weren't a good Big Ten team? But I do like I think at Ohio State you kind of have to be both. It's almost like if this is I guess a timely a timely comparison given that we're now with football season starting to wind down, I'm dreading that we're going to just see nonstop political stuff on our TVs coming up, Nick, but um, politics, right? You get a candidate on either side who, when they're in their primary, all they do is talk the talking points for that specific group, that specific um, party. And then when they get on the national stage, this is, I mean, maybe it doesn't work this way anymore. I think it used to work this way. Now it's just so divisive. It doesn't matter. Um, But then you, when you get to the national stage, you got to kind of pull back towards the middle and be able to relate to both sides. So you get more votes again, maybe a, an archaic way of thinking through politics now, uh, given our current climate. But um, I think it's kind of similar with Ohio state. Like you have to be built to both win the big 10. And then when you get to that next stage, also go chase national championships. Cause I got a feeling that if Ohio state beats Michigan next year, and then they get in the playoff and they fall short and they lose to somebody I got a feeling that these fans are going to, again, move the goalposts. It's going to be, well, you should have been a national championship contender. Look at the roster that you built and the roster that you brought back. Ryan Day still sucks. Like, I, I think that's what the conversation is going to become. And that's fandom. That's sports. I get it. But that's why I think it's not wrong for them to think about trying to win a national championship and build their team that way. They just also have to find a way to win the Big Ten with that same mentality. I wonder if the enhanced playoffs, and I don't know if it's going to happen year one. I mean, we already saw. Also, when's Michigan going to be on the schedule? Next year, I think it still is is November. But in future years, like they had the conversation in the preseason last year about moving that game or maybe earlier or whatever. So that matters too. Like when you play them is going to be a different potentially as well. Why are you triggering me with that topic? Why, why are you doing that? Huh? All right. Don't, I'm not don't, saying- don't, no, no, no. Don't, don't, we're not. No. Because what's going to happen is I'm waiting for them to move that game, at which point I will have some sort of volcanic reaction on air on, right here with you so you can see my true feelings on that. But listen, I think, uh, you know, in terms of the playoff thing, because I do want to get to put a bow on just Michigan yeah. or bust, playoffs or bust. But in terms of, 
the playoffs. This was the most even year for the top seven teams that we've seen uh, maybe in yeah, the entire year, maybe since the start of the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think that's coincidental um, to what's happening with the transfer portal in NIL and kind of you know the evening of the play, playing field. I think that could could honestly have far greater implications the farther we get into the playoffs because I would be shocked if there wasn't more of a talent leveling out as more teams get into the playoffs. So I, I think that gives you a varied ability of, of teams winning the national championship. It probably does hurt the dynastic runs of, you know, three titles in four years or, you know, oh, two yeah. titles in four years. No but one's going to ever replicate Saban ever. Well, again. but honestly, that's not a bad thing for college football. No. Because it maybe there's still going to be the top 15 teams and then the rest of college football, but that'll be more, um, uh, that'll just be more interesting when it comes to the, 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 the most significant national event, which is the playoffs. Now to, to get back to it, I think there's going to be a lot of people. If you just beat Michigan, they're going to be happy this year. So if you go undefeated through Michigan, win the big 10 title game, and then skunk out in the playoffs, there are going to be people that are happy because, well, you're just beating Michigan again. But what I would say is every coach in Columbus is graded off two things. Everyone says it's the Michigan thing, but it's the Michigan thing and winning a national championship. And the sooner that Ryan Day can do both, and preferably both next year, the sooner that he can do that, the the more easy it's going to be be for him to be the Ohio State head coach. And that's just like the greatest thing to happen to Urban is 2014, what was that, three years in, bam, national championship. Dressel, two years in, national championship. You'd be surprised how one national championship in almost a decade and beating Michigan 70% of the time will buy you infinite time and infinite patience in Columbus. So for me, it's it's still Michigan or bust. You beat Michigan, we're good, and we'll kind of deal everything afterwards. But at some point, he's got to do both. For him to truly have the the kind of power and ability that Urban had, that that Tress had, that that Woody had, it is about doing both of those things. Because in the end, there will be enough Ohio State fans that even if you beat Michigan, we'll move the goalpost even as soon as this year. You beat Michigan, and by the Big Ten title game, people will be like, okay, cool, yeah, you can beat Michigan, but what about that national championship? Yeah, I think that is just natural, and I think you're already seeing it with the Lima types out there and their inability to process last week is a good thing because it wasn't an actual win in an actual win column. Well, and and to, to that point, like Ryan Day um... – so, like you're you're talking about the idea that um you you beat Michigan. There's this 12 team playoff. Things are kind of leveling off. I, I I do think that this year was not you un- was was you un- it was unique, but it was unique in that I think that is the direction we're going. I mean, Duke, for example, has now a five star quarterback that they're playing. So I I think there's definitely some truth to that. I think NIL is a good thing for college football in general. Um and and I think you're right that fans are going to move the goalposts no matter what. Um, it's, it's now Michigan's the the main goal. Yes. Um, but with everything that they've kind of collected here with everything that they're bringing back, I do think that on some level, like there, there's higher expectations here once they hit that playoff, even if it's a different system, even if things look a little bit different and you talk about winning a national championship for day, 
that would go with a new AD coming in, which you know we're going to talk about here coming up in a little bit. Can't wait. <laughs> um, that would go a long way in sort of stabilizing yourself with a a new regime, so, uh, quote unquote. If you if if that, if that person's first year on the job, you are beating Michigan, which is the thing everybody with the monkey, everyone needs you to get off your back, and then also going and capping it off with a championship run or at least getting to the championship. I think that that sort of gives you the footing that you need to, to be back. Cause all we, we always know like these ADs, one of the biggest goals when they come in is be a kingmaker of find a head coach and become a kingmaker, like make a head coach the next big thing. And then that helps you. Not that there's anything, there's not like a ton bigger than being the AD at Ohio state, but that is such a massive goal that, like, if you if you already have somebody in place, like Ryan Day's got to kind of earn his stripes with the new person that's coming in as well. So, yeah, I, I think, like, clock's ticking. This is the year that it feels like it, it could happen. Michigan's the first goal, but those goalposts will get moved almost immediately because it's Ohio State. Is it still Michigan or bust, or is it Michigan and national title or bust, given all the talent Ohio State is bringing back from a talent perspective I mean, we can still say, what are we doing at the offensive line? We can still wonder how, you know, great Will Howard is compared to Kyle McCord. But you can start to make an argument this team is every bit as good as last year and maybe not, maybe even a more talented if, uh, if you can figure out the offensive line and, and Will Howard there. So is it still Michigan or bust, or have we moved to Michigan and national title or bust? Uh, drop it in the comments there, guys. Or uh, Senator X at Nick Wilson says at Spencito underscore. When we come back, the uh, the Alabama job is filled. Somebody else born on third base. Ninety two three. The fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 